0: You are now beginning a grand circle tour of Tomorrowland aboard the People Mover, the first system of its kind in the world. Since its 1967 opening, the People Mover has carried more than 50 million guests.
1: Unlike Disneyland's other lands, which are tied to man's past or present, Tomorrowland is a glimpse <laughs> into man's. <laughs> you look like you got infected by something. Are you okay, buddy? I'm making you look- do. You look like the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the mascot to a kids cereal.
0: I do look like the mascot to a kid oh, cereal. Oh no, are you okay? <laughs> uh, listen, man, this is just uh, this is what's going on these days.
1: You look like the after picture to like a, like a, a science warning poster.
0: <laughs> like don't touch that. Yeah, exactly. like don't touch that and then uh, and then I just have like uh, like black makeup on yeah. <laughs> uh, all over like charred like I got charred. Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every ladies day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Disneyland. The happiest
1: place on earth. time to throw down. Yo. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? Waste time with your friends
0: when your chores are done.
1: Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people
0: of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest place on Earth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bob's of the Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things that Disney Company owns that we love. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, as always, is the often imitated, never duplicated, my brother in Mike, my... Brother Bipod Hey the intro over <laughs> <How's it going? laughs> I just lost that just lost that intro uh, I feel like uh, you tried Aaron to uh, Robbins.
1: make it different than you did it when we recorded this episode last night I feel like you tried to Oh yeah to this add is a real peek behind the curtain here Yeah so I feel yeah, like so you were trying to make it longer and it kind of went on too long well, on Welcome too long. back to Not unlike most of our shows. In a
0: row. Yeah so uh back to back podcast nights uh again let's give you a little uh, peek behind the curtain this is the second time we're doing this show woo woo. First time, it didn't turn out so good. I mean, yeah. the show, the content of the show turned out turned out very good.
1: Yeah, it was but great. The,
0: uh, but it was we had technical issues. The whole you
1: got to persevere. Episode right. eight. Hey, I got a question for you. Scott I'm Storm. listening. I was looking at our Instagram feed uh, earlier yeah. today. uh at up, bob sleds and banthas, and right. we got we got listener mail in the form of like a written letter. Yeah, yeah, we got a written letter. That's crazy. I know, I know. We had. Makes me a, feel, a, uh, I don't know,
0: dangerous. It makes me feel um, like we're in demand or something. I don't know. Oh. It's like we've got we've got a pen pal, yeah. What was uh, the content yeah, we, of this letter? Are you can you read this letter? Do you have this letter? i d- I don't have it in front of me. Uh, you can go on our instagram and, and and take a look at it. But yeah, a, a listener wrote in because they took an issue with uh, our our best and worst Disney moms from our Mother's Day issue. Uh, what was episode. the problem, Scott Storm? Uh, she took issue with the fact that I rated Mrs. Banks from Mary Poppins one of the worst Disney moms. And she laid out a very compelling argument that said, well, Mrs. Banks... Uh, she she was the one who allowed the kids to write the, the ad, the job description for the nanny. Yeah. She's the one that supported the kids to hire Mary Poppins, yeah. and she also spent her time going out uh, during the suffrage movement so that her daughter could vote someday. I mean, very, very important uh, advocacy work on behalf of her I children. I know, at so, some
1: point it feels like you're, you're just saying, like, the mom helped their kids make a, you know, like, alright, well we're gonna, you can have candy for dinner and I'll let you pick out what kind you want, like do you, you know what i'm saying no oh so now now we've flipped
0: because i, I was flipped. convinced i was convinced that that was a compelling enough argument to change my position but now you're doubling down on this you're you're saying you're, you're saying that our, our one listener who took the time yeah, to that's hand what I'm write a letter to us. I don't like when people you, agree you with me.
1: I immediately flip flop when people agree with me. I feel like, yeah, Miss Banks, she was like, the kids are like, hey, we're going to cross the street without looking. And she's like, I'll help you pick the street or you can pick whatever street you want. It's no, bad she decision.
0: says, I'll help you pick the magic nanny that'll help you cross the street yeah. and into uh, some sort of chalk painting.
1: Exactly. Well, that's nice that we got some listener feedback via, you know, a 1920s carrier pigeon. That's great.
0: It was. It was. I think it, that's how it was delivered. It, I just. I, I, I came out to my front door. There was like a bird there, there for the letter, wrapped in parchment with a, a red string around it. Uh, the other thing that was. Mentioned you were like, oh
1: man, finally got into Hogwarts, and then you're like, oh, it's just was listener like, uh, feedback. Yeah, it's
0: just a complaint.
1: <laughs> it's just a just complaint, a complaint from a
0: listener. Yep. <laughs> <Welcome> <laughs> but there was to a it. really good suggestion in it. She also suggested that we have a mascot that is named Bob the Bantha and that rides in a bobsled.
1: I love it because the Halloween title of this show is terrible, uh, but it it's in keeping with that. Uh yep. when we renamed the, the the podcast Bobsleds and Banthas for Halloween, I was trying to call it Bob's Dead from Fanta. <laughs> As in Fanta the soda? Yeah, he drank too much and he died. Is that a
0: Coke product? Is Fanta's co- why? Are you co-product? trying to get
1: sponsored? Are you worried that I've yet again well, I ruined our chances for success? Don't want to kill any sponsors
0: that we may have, <laughs> I and mean, we've been working hard enough just to get. Welcome Wicks to, to
1: Bobstead from Fanta, the Halloween edition. Yeah, Bob the Bantha, definitely,
0: absolutely, Bob the Bantha. But then there was a uh, contrary point because uh, I guess she had a, a younger brother that wrote in, or at least voiced the opinion that we should have Vincent from the Black Hole as our unofficial mascot. Yeah, I think both of them are great. Actually, I, this is what I want to see. I want to see someone make a picture of Bob the Bantha and Vincent and Harold the Yeti all riding in a uh, Matterhorn bobsled.
1: Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think Bob the Bantha is going to win because you know how I like alliterations. And um, I know you do. Also, Banthas are cute. I watched this YouTube video. I don't know if you watched it on uh, Obi-Wan Ranch. Rancho Obi-Wan. Do you know Rancho uh, Obi-Wan?
0: You and I have to take a road trip to Rancho Obi-Wan. Absolutely. That was one of the things I, I meant to talk to you about.
1: Largest uh, largest Star Wars, collect- Star Wars collectible display museum has steve
0: Sansweet is the is the gentleman's name
1: yeah anyways he's got a lot of banthas there and they're just the cutest things i gotta get a stuffed bantha hey how's your week been going it's been good, uh, it's a- been good. anything exciting you know, it's happened awesome. since yesterday when we talked no absolutely nothing other than that you uh, screwed changed. up the podcast
0: I mean, I realized that I woke up this morning and realized that uh, we have to do this whole thing over <laughs> again. But other than that, uh, I feel good, good. I feel rested. I, I took a pod nap beforehand. Uh, I feel I've, I'm fully caffeinated. and I am, I'm ready to do this. How well are done. you doing?
1: Doing great. Doing great. I've uh, had some time to work on some music. It was we talked about yesterday. So I got oh, two yeah. two two tracks. Well, one dropped Lava from Pixar's short film Lava. And this is Harold and the Yetis. Harold and the Yetis. Yeah, go to yep. soundcloud.com slash Harold and the Yetis uh, if you're running right now.
0: Stop. You pause. Pause the, the the show.
1: Yeah, and stop running because go. you're going to trip. So
0: stop running. Yeah, and look stop it, the st- show. Slow down at the very least. Go to uh, slow your gait.
1: Yeah, and and you go yeah. to soundcloudcom slash yetis Look up uh, uh with Lava. It's a, a dance. And then run
0: to that. Yeah, yeah. That dance. A, remix. That's a BPM. That's you a high like that BPM. short film, uh, Lava? I love Lava. It's okay. so sweet. It's it's it is one that every single time I watch it, I start to get teared up. I don't get to the point of. I don't think I get to the point of crying but I definitely get welled up. I get welled up inside. How was your Mother's Day? Did you celebrate your mother or any mothers that are in your life? Uh, that's this Sunday, no? No, that was last Sunday. Well, you definitely missed it, didn't you? Well, okay. I guess it answers that question. Uh, quarantine screws everything up. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Judy. Hey, hey, Judy. Uh, uh, Judy Robbins, we we appreciate you uh, coming on the show. <laughs> My mom's uh, so cool.
1: She uh, stopped me today. She's like, how do I leave your podcast five stars? And I'm like, I don't know. Just you didn't give her step by step instructions. And I was just like, the oh fact that you, the fact that you want to, mom, means enough to me. So
0: you said, send a carrier pigeon, write a handwritten letter, send yeah. a carrier pigeon. You and cut out
1: five time. stars. You attach it to its talons. It's it's a deal. Right. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. Hey, uh, speaking speaking of the Mother's Day episode, one of the things that I recognized uh, we didn't, I did not consider when we did our best and worst moms was uh, I left Kanga Kanga completely yeah. off of our list, and I just I I can't believe it. I, I'm I'm shocked because Why as I thought about it... Why do you think I she's such a good
1: it. mom? I know I know you like it. We got into a debate last night on yeah. the number of animals that have ridden in Kanga's pouch. And we've at ne- least two. It's at least at two.
0: two. It's yeah. at least two. What do you call an Uber service for Kanga's pouch? It's like poucher or plift? I was going to say... I was gonna say Cooper, but that doesn't <laughs> I, I don't think that really works.
1: Yeah, I think it works. It's gotta fine. be
0: like an Australia thing. It's gotta be like a a a wool a guy.
1: Yeah, and you just you got an app
0: and she just bounces on over and you hop into her pouch. You just hop into her pouch and she takes you wherever you need. Yeah. yeah. She's got good, a water. She's a good in mom there. though,
1: according to you. Kangas kanga's. She's a, good a fantastic
0: mom. mom. She's yeah. always considerate. Uh, she's very she's very sweet to ruin her friends. Uh, she endures a lot of uh, zaniness, especially from Tigger and uh and and rabbit pop quiz so, yeah storm, storm listening
1: rabbit is a boy or a girl
0: rabbit is a boy okay that
1: Fair was enough. the pop quiz yeah that was it it was a really easy one. Oh, and right you, on. uh, i think you nailed it i think you knocked it out of the park oh
0: flying colors yeah about flying <laughs> colors <laughs> colors yeah, we have absolutely. a lot to
1: talk about today super exciting stuff i'm gonna give you four things we're gonna do to, on this podcast and they're all gonna be great we're gonna talk about you're gonna news. talk about
0: are you gonna be talking about what our main thing is gonna be before we get to it though We're going to get into news right now, but then we're getting to a very special, very special history of.
1: Yeah, which you probably know because you read the title of this episode. Uh, So, but we're going to do news. We're going to do a history of thing. And I'm just going to say it right now. We're going to talk about the New York uh, World's Fair back in 60-whatever. 60 whatever
0: it's 64
1: 64, 64 65 it's an amazing that was an amazing thing that happened i watched some videos since we uh podcasted last night and i am just like super excited to talk about you the did World some Fair. homework i totally did aaron robbins I did know. homework for this i podcast. was like uh c minuses won't do any longer sir i would like that's to see that's right some Bs. you were
0: stepping up your game that's look right. at that uh then we're awesome. gonna play well, a let's really... get into news bites
1: you want to but okay but at the end we're gonna yeah. play a really fun game we're playing mask off which is uh, characters from the Disneyland park facing off against each other in ridiculous, uh, you know, situations. It'll be great. Could
0: that be a, a two random characters, one random contest type it, of. Uh, type that's of thing? that's what it's going to be. Awesome, mask off. Uh, well, let's let's get into news bites before we get into the rest of our fun. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna change up news bites a little bit uh, a little bit differently. Uh, we're gonna have there's lots to know, lots to know about Disney, Star mm-hmm. Wars, and that's all those true. things. But one thing that we really want to think about. So we're gonna try to go through this a little bit quicker so we can get into talking about the People Mover. Uh, I think there's no better place to start this week than the fact that uh, Shanghai Disneyland opened, uh, and it sure did. And man, that was weird, right? I mean, that just uh, did you see? Did you see pictures of that and, and news coverage of what Shanghai Disneyland looks I like? I did. Uh, post, yeah, post-COVID? we were talking
1: about we were talking about that. I've been talking about this with a lot of people that I feel like we need to use the word "open" in finger quotes now because yeah. uh, what what actually yeah. constitutes opening uh, is like you're you're allowed to. To be near here with a laundry list of things that you need to be aware yeah, of. Yeah, It's
0: technically accepting people into an area.
1: Yeah, with just this these small notes you'll need to read about how how where you can stand, how you can stand, what you can wear, where you can be, what things Disclaiming are closed.
0: Any liability that they may have for contracting a virus during this time. I can remember
1: going to Universal when I was a kid, and they have Disneyland does this too do they only do it inside the park you tell me what you remember where they put this okay. information but but they list what rides are are not operating today i think they do it on yeah. the ticket booths
0: yeah, uh, yeah every time right.
1: i'd go to universal they'd have that sign and i would just pray that jaws attraction was closed i was like please let jaws be closed please let jaws be closed
0: oh you don't you didn't like the jaws attraction scared
1: me i love it now i try to put my oh, head in its it mouth now. but it scared yeah. me as a kid
0: yeah. yeah yeah was it ever closed when you went there
1: it was yeah one time it was and closed, it just and answered a, your prayers yeah Yeah. you yep, said thank like, you mr universal so the when when something's open now it, it comes with a slate of things that are closed and not operating like uh like a, that's why I just brought that up and yeah, Shanghai, it's open with
0: an asterisk, right? Yeah, yep, open with and an asterisk. And you look down at the bottom you're like, "Oh, oh, this is what's actually open."
1: And, and yeah, yeah, and they could just they could saw they could save a lot of printing and stuff if the asterisk just said, "It's open, but you're not going to have any fun."
0: You <laughs> you, you can come I, inside. You're not going to uh, enjoy it listen the photos that i saw from shanghai you know i see everybody's in a mask yep uh all the cast members are socially distanced they're all like staying very far away from guests yeah and the guests are walking down main street and they're going to the rides that are open uh they're not all open uh those rides are not at you know, they're letting a lot of cars go by. So there's a lot of yeah. reduced capacity in those attractions. The uh, They're doing meet and greets with characters, but they're distance meet and greets. Yeah. You can take selfies and like Mickey's in the background, but you're not going near Mickey. Don't go near Mickey. Yeah. And uh, and it's very, man, it's very weird. It so, is weird.
1: They got the yellow, they have the yellow like uh, distancing tape that, that you right. see now stand on there. Stand
0: here, don't stand here.
1: Which has kind of made me remember the first time we went to Galaxy's Edge when we wrote when we waited in line for Smuggler's Run, the Millennium Falcon uh, yep. ride. Um, they have not put like uh, the silver poles with ropes that they can change into any yep. different career. They yep. hadn't put that in yet. So there was literally black tape on the ground in <laughs> and, and I was like,
0: I hadn't <laughs> like, like electric like gaffers tape. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think
1: it was gaff tape for sure. And uh, so we we went through there, and I and I thought, well, this is the the you know this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's all spacey. Yeah. Maybe this is just how they do lines in in Star Wars Land. And then I realized, yeah, you like, would think maybe, yeah, I thought it was a cool new thing. Like, oh, this is really like uh, conscious. This is really, and like, it was like a
0: ray shield. Like if you walk past it, like you would yeah, go up, you yeah. wouldn't be able to go past. You couldn't. That, that eliminates any line hopping. whatsoever. tape lines?
1: Uh, no, tape lines tape line. are no fun, and that's what they got going on in Shanghai Disneyland. But it is open, and we believe. I think you believe us. This is the the precursor to staged openings are on their way. You don't know. You just gave me a big,
0: yeah, I don't know about that big guy. Yeah. I mean, that's like my, uh, yeah, I think this is what we, I think this is what we're looking at for the next year. I mean, I think this mm. is the way it's going to be. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I think you and I were talking about it earlier and I just said, what this reminds me of is a very well themed hospital. Yeah, for you know, sure. A, I That's know. You know, sort of what it looks like. And, and I don't know that I, again, I, I love Disney. You love Disney. We love it enough that we are hosting a podcast and yet it's really hard for me to think that my next Disney vacation is going to be t- t- taking these types of steps. Like do I want to spend that much money uh, to have this type of vacation or yeah. do I want to just ride it out until there until you don't have to have? I these think types what we landed on yesterday
1: was that for a family experience, Probably not something I want to do with my family, but that you yeah. and I are going to take a road trip down there and, and for the for the tears report on what, it, what it's like. What, what's I happen.
0: feel like it's our duty and obligation to our listeners and to the benefit of this show to do some investigative journalism.
1: Yeah. How long before yeah. we get a, a, an asterisk that says uh, cast members will not sign your mask? It's just like, hey, can you, can you sign my mask? And at first they're like, I can't. I really, I that can't. defeats I the whole purpose
0: that. of the mask. Uh, I think it's going to be immediate. I'm gonna say immediate.
1: T public. Hey, T public's got it. masks. Uh, I, you can get it. You can't, are they really?
0: You can order masks from T public. Yep, yep. You can't get, get, get a your Bobsa's and Bantha's mask. Please don't. <laughs> or I ordered a couple of teas last night.
1: Good. Glad to hear it.
0: I'm looking forward to uh, getting those in ten to twenty days. Yeah, yeah. That's the shipping. What 10 is to up 20 with days, that? Like. And then and they have the audacity, the absolute audacity to charge eight dollars for shipping I, the last and time get I it to you eight, in maybe a month and a half. The last
1: time I paid eight dollars for shipping, they brought it over in ten minutes.
0: They're yeah, just like <laughs> exactly. here's your order. Exactly. That's the one thing that is the biggest problem they have with TeePublic Public is like I love the shirts, but then like I get to the shipping and tax and I'm just like, What I am paying like fifteen percent on this. Yeah, this is yeah. crazy. You
1: gotta order a few to make it worthwhile.
0: Yeah. Hey, we're doing a terrible job of doing uh, quick news bikes. I know we're, we've really, just bad no at, one we're done. really
1: bad at this. Let's go to the next one then.
0: Okay, next one is uh Mark. Mark Hamill did an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and he basically said his time uh, playing Luke Skywalker is over. They asked him, like, would you ever consider returning to, to the series? Would you want to return to the series? And he said, you know, in his very Mark Hamill, very just. As a just, ghost or
1: what? Like, how would he return? In a pre- I think
0: just in just any, in any capacity. Like, okay. would, can you imagine Luke Skywalker coming back in some way? And he said, no, I can't imagine that, you know, he said Luke's story has had a beginning, middle and end and it concluded episode nine and it was great. I had a great time and I'm, you know, just glowing about the entire experience. In a very, again, a very Mark Hamill way, you know, every single time Mark Hamill does a, an interview, you're like, man, that guy's a, just a stand up, sweet guy. He's just a sweet guy. He knows what, uh, what side his bread is buttered on. And so he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be kind and, and gracious. And he basically made a, made a throw to Disney and, uh, and the Mandalorian, he said, that's where I think the future of Star Wars is. Like, I'm, I'm so happy that in the shows like The Mandalorian exist, he called it economical storytelling. He said it gets back to its Western roots and said, like, What's it's What's that, okay Western that roots? Okay to- Sorry, I just Western I, I, roots. I, all right. Go you, ahead.
1: You have something to say about that? No, I just like that you called it a Western because it is. And some people find that funny, and I don't.
0: I I find that surprising, yeah. don't you? I mean, I it's, find it very really, surprising. Offensive. It definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is. I mean, unless you're going to call it a sci-fi opera, like that's the only other thing that you could call it. it's yeah, either a space wa- it's, opera. It's, yeah, it's a space opera, right? For so sure. so it's either a space opera or a western, but it it absolutely is inspired by the westerns.
1: You you take no offense, or you take some joy in the term economical storytelling. What they're talking about here, I think. You tell me if I'm wrong. In the Mandalorian, yeah. they use uh they use virtual sets so the actors Circle are there vision. yeah they, it, yeah it really is yeah it's running yeah. Yeah. uh you can do this at home with the unreal engine and and it it you run a huge uh you know you run the I would say like the sets, the backgrounds yeah. and stuff all yeah, yeah. all virtually and it's kind of like a green screen that moves around with the person. Yeah, so it's right. it's a I don't
0: it creates it, the background. It's a computer generated background that's created in real time. Yeah, and follows for the camera. actual actors. Yeah, for it actors. It tracks the camera.
1: The background yeah. moves as a real camera in real space. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. It looks amazing. The lighting is mapped to it. So you have real world lights and the lights themselves are feeding information into the Unreal Engine, which is then rendering the lighting from the correct perspective and luminosity and all that. It's amazing technology. Uh, And I guess it's economical when you talk about building a set. But do you like that? Do you like that term, economical
0: storytelling? Because I don't like it at all. Maybe it's a misnomer. I think I understand what he's saying. I mean, what he's saying, or at least this is what I'm interpreting. Okay, tell me. When he's saying economical storytelling, I think he's talking about sort of a stripped down, bare bones type of Star Wars storytelling like a new hope was right. You know, again, we talked about, I think they made that movie for $11 million yeah. in, in, in the seventies. And, uh, which even at that time, a very, very low amount of money to make a movie at. And so there was a lot of needing to think how you were going to make it, uh, e- economically. And so, uh, I think that maybe that's what he's getting at with this is, uh, it's getting away from the, the giant fanfare and the giant, uh, space battles and all that. And it's telling more intimate stories, Bec- by virtue of the lower budget. Maybe that's I'm,
1: I'm fine with the, with this new virtual way of filming a movie. I'm fine with it. I, I was really against the technology. I've seen it demonstrated now, and I'm totally into it, uh, but I have not found that it's led to that that character depth that like we're trying crazy stuff. You know, when I think about what the at at attack scene could have been in that Mandalorian sure. episode, where yeah. in that they're in that farm and he falls in love in like three seconds, he's like, "I know, I just met you, but I mean, I think we were meant to be together." And then, yeah, but
0: ju- but juxtapose that with right, like the prequels, comes. right? Where they're where they're all they're doing is reacting off of tennis balls and and, and, <laughs> yeah, and green right. boxes, yeah, right? Yeah. And and it shows through. I mean, it shows through that there's there's nothing there for an actor. I mean, an actor. Uh, yes, part of acting is imagining your character, but it's also being informed by your surroundings and settings, your costuming, your set pieces. And so when you have, throw these actors in a giant green room and saying like, "Great, now act." It's it's really hampering their ability to exercise their skill whereas this, this type of storytelling, it it does it does allow for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're doing great on keeping this short.
0: 100%. We're, let's keep talking about stuff. <laughs> Taika Waititi. Taika yeah, He's going to write and direct a Star Wars mo- film, Taika Waititi, uh, Jojo Rabbit, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I, I think what we do in the shadows, I really feel like I should have looked that up. But I, for You've some had reason, I feel 24 like 24
1: hours. What I know. The I heck? feel like
0: it's I feel like I what did we do well, did you look up what else Taika Waititi has done?
1: I didn't. I just reminisced about how great Jojo the Rabbit was, and if he tells a Star I don't Wars think starts, it's
0: Jojo the Rabbit. Just jo, so we're jo clear. Rabbit. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: well, you had time to think about that. How yeah, much, I definitely thought about that. How long has that been? I definitely googled yet. that one. Yeah. Is it Jojo is there the Rabbit? There? I think that Aaron co-host is
0: terrible. <laughs> Fantastic well, movie! What a great any, movie. At any rate, he's a great storyteller, right? And and he he directed the last uh, he directed the last episode of. The Mandalorian. He also voiced yeah. IG-11, the assassin droid. So uh, I'm, I mean, I'm thrilled, thrilled that he's going to be doing a, a Star Wars film. The only hesitation I have is that he's so playful with his his storytelling that I'm concerned it's going to lean a little bit too playful into Star Wars. And again, I like my Star Wars a little bit more reverent. I don't want it dour, uh, but I don't want it like. Like freewheeling and fancy free, right? I don't want to just yeah. like woohoo. I don't this know. is
1: this is not a this is not a saga, not a trilogy film. This is a a, a one off. I'm assuming with uh, you know some characters that we either know or know. And so I'm going to go ahead and go in the direction of I'm fine. Uh, his treatment of, of of Hitler, which feels like a name you should never say on a podcast, but
0: I don't, please, yeah, we'll just take that out, please. Yeah,
1: his treatment of that character in JoJo, not the rabbit, it it, it is. It's just an it's a that that is an amazing movie. It's such a Did delicate, you say
0: Jojo the Rabbit again?
1: No, I said not to the
0: Oh okay, not to the not to the rabbit. Okay.
1: That's a delicate story to tell when you when you parody uh Hitler Oh yeah, that's like that. going
0: wrong in so many different ways. But right?
1: he pulls it off. And if he can yeah. do that for Star Wars, tell a very fun, a very uh just rides the line between I mean, this is a very serious emotional Star Wars movie with I mean, Jojo Rabbit has incredible character depth. In even the silliest of the characters, the little boy yeah. in that movie—not yeah. the main character, but his friend—great depth to those characters. If he can do that for Star Wars, he can be as he can be as parody-ish as he'd like.
0: Yeah, I mean, if anybody's going to pull off that tone, I f- have 100% confidence that Taika is going to be able to do it. Would you watch so Jojo I'm, I'm Rabbit for me for crying out loud? uh after i get done with watching jojo the rabbit okay well
1: then that way when we do episode eight a third time uh you you can (laughs) talk talk more intelligently about it
0: uh just a a quick google search uh taika watiti did direct uh what we do in the shadows with uh jermaine clement it was a whole like new zealand thing whole new zealand thing uh hamilton movie is going to stream on disney plus july 3rd And this is apparently like a year and a half in advance of when it was supposed to be released. That's the crazy thing about the stories
1: that they've, they've, they've 15 months early. They're releasing this.
0: That's wild. That means that they have it in the can and they were just going to sit on it for a year and a half.
1: Yeah. You know, when the right time, you know, when people are going to be real tired of Hamilton in 15 months, let's do it then.
0: That's right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because
1: I feel like, Uh, I feel like we're already on the other side of that.
0: On uh, the, the, uh. Uh, the curve of Hamilton acceptance yeah. is yeah, that what you Hamilton mean? Yeah, the Hamilton curve. Yeah, yeah, the Hamilton curve. Uh, I, I look. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I will totally watch it. Uh, my understanding is that it is. It's not like it's not cats, right? I yeah. mean, it's not like a. It's not a a movified version of a play. It's actually the play,
1: right? Yeah, I believe it's cuts of different uh, parts of the play that that, that you know shot. Either is it the original. Is
0: the original cast? I don't know that. I
1: don't know that. I don't know that information.
0: You didn't you didn't do that research either, huh? I guess not even then, are we?
1: I was doing a deep dive on the New York's World Fair, man. What a place. Do if you I watch could go back a
0: three hour documentary Yeah, if I could go back Mover? in time,
1: that's where I'm showing up, little Aaron. Uh also oh when gosh, I go back yes. in time, I de age. It's 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 time travel and the fountain of youth. Uh little little Aaron's time traveling back there and hitting up that New York World's
0: Fair. Uh so are you gonna watch Hamilton when it comes out on Disney Plus? I mean, absolutely. I, I, yeah, will. Definitely. I yeah, I'll absolutely watch it. Uh so Boba Fett's coming to the Mandalorian season two. Oh, uh, good. Uh, uh, Ooh, yeah, the that was Hollywood close. Reporter. Hollywood Reporter is saying that Tamuro Morrison, um, also another New Zealander, I believe, uh, oh, really? is it. Yeah, he played uh, he played Jango Fett in the in the prequels. He did the voice of uh, Boba Fett for when they recut it in the special editions, that sort of thing. Um, he's going to be coming back to apparently reprise, not his role, reprise the role of Boba Fett uh, for The Mandalorian season two. And I'd love to get your reaction to this.
1: Yeah, same as it was last night which is I did not love his performance on Camino and uh no. any, anywhere else he was. He seemed very uh I don't know, wooden. Yeah, wooden like a like a cop that like wanted to become an actor but then after he'd always been kicked out of, the, you know, he already quit the force and they're yeah. like you can't come back, you have to make this acting thing work and he's like oh, okay. all right.
0: I guess I'll do that. guess I'll he play George Fett. I feel like Django Fett, it surprised me Django Fett is not a clone because he has the personality yeah, of a clone. I know. Uh, Even he, and his little boy. It's like, that's right. Uh, that's right. The only reason why the two of them worked well or had any chemistry was because they were equally boring.
1: <laughs> it's so true. Like his reaction when his dad's head gets cut
0: off is just like, is this what a oh, helmet looks boy. like? Wait, you're I telling me helmets this is- roll?
1: This is great. Wait, can
0: I keep this now? So- <laughs> I'll paint it red and green. So this is my new ball. Oh, all right. Yeah, get him, dad. Uh, thanks Boba yeah, yeah this is uh, nothing worked there anyways Boba Fett coming back Mandalorian season two like here's the thing I, I I don't Disney stop like please like just just give me give me new stories uh and it, you know one of the things I loved about the Mandalorian was this like we're gonna forge out and yeah we may have some cameos but really we're gonna focus on new characters new settings yes new like- stories and this in addition to the announcement that the, uh, the character Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars is going to be coming over, uh, it, it's, just, it's just too much. It's just too much of, hey, did you know this guy? And especially when it comes to Boba Fett, like the whole reason why we have a Mandalorian TV show is so that we didn't have to have a Boba Fett TV show. And so I don't need Boba Fett in my Mandalorian TV show because yeah. it defeats the purpose of having this thing to begin with. They could do it. I mean, I suppose they could do it if they give me like a small. I don't want it. I don't want it. You don't want Leave Boba him in the Fett Sarlacc in pit. Leave him in the Sarlacc pit. That's where he should be. He's not in the Sarlacc pit. Don't be crazy. Boba Fett is not in the Sarlacc pit. Is that what he, you're trying to tell me? He flew out when, they, when the when the camera panned no, away. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He got hit in the back uh, when he wasn't looking. He flew like a clumsy drunk into the side of Jabba's sail bar. That was
1: a sound effect. That's not Boba Fett's real scream. He has a little sound effect thing on his oh, is wrist, that what it was? Thing, <laughs> and he pressed it, and it's like. ah.
0: Oh, is that? That's to distract his yeah, uh, his exactly. prey. Is that yeah, what it no, is? His okay, real yeah.
1: scream is actually very manly,
0: very menacing. Yes, uh, or or if it's tomorrow Morrison, it's just very very bland, uh, very uh, nonplussed. I'm in sorry. Way. Are you
1: tuning a cello, or is that your scream?
0: No, I'm screaming.
1: Uh. Uh. <laughs>
0: I love thinking that that's Boba Fett's yell. <laughs>
1: I gotta, I gotta figure out this last news item, which is: is Disneyland opening on July first, or just taking reservations for it's their It's just hotel taking record? reservations. Yeah,
0: it's not, it's not announcing that it's opening. It's just taking reservations.
1: Just, just hotel reservations in case you wanted to experience some of the wonderful Orlando or Southern California weather.
0: I think what happened was they had said we're not taking any reservations through I think it was May May 31st yeah were like we're, we're not taking reservations and then they opened up the reservation system and the first di- available date for the reservation system is July 1st but I don't think that's do you think that that's uh, tra- you know transmitting or, or, or giving a message why would that somebody
1: that, want to stay in the Disneyland hotel if they can't go to Disneyland just for the the swimming pool the swimming pool is jamming great but pool
0: but tra- hey Trader Sam's Trader Sam's Trader Sam's yeah. yep Cogaloosh that's right. Thank you, Conger. You're welcome, sir. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I maybe this isn't like we're opening as much as it is to say if we're open by this time we have we have uh, occupancy. Are we going July first? Yeah, we're That'd getting be awesome. we're getting wouldn't one room in the, Disney, awesome? in the in the Disneyland hotel. We're gonna get a room in the Disneyland hotel. We're gonna have Bob bobsleds and bantha's face masks. Yep. Uh, and, uh, we're going to, we're just going to wear ponchos. We're going to, we're going to debut the, the Bob's and Bantha's, uh, poncho singlet. Yep. And, uh, and it's just going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Great
1: time. Attention, please. Attention, please.
0: These cars are about to be activated. Please stand clear of all cars. Motion is about to occur. Thank you. And now let's take a ride on the people mover. Uh, Aaron. Hey, Scott Storm. What do you What do you know about, what's your familiarity with the Wedway People Mover? Well, it's getting more and more every day, let me
1: tell you. Scott Storm, <laughs> yesterday, it was about a, I don't know, a 47% knowledge of it, and it's a solid 60 right now. You feel like if we record the show a third time, you're going
0: to have even uh, yeah, you know, yeah. in the 90s? I Great, I can't wait.
1: I'm you know I'm a big fan of the People mover of the retired attractions. I know a little bit about it and knew a little bit about it before we started talking about it uh but for me we were when we were talking last night, I was telling you the the reason I love the People mover and wrote it so much as a kid uh was it 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 holds that Disneyland memory for me yeah. where what we're trying to do with this podcast, what I'm trying to do with this podcast is to uh describe nostalgia, describe what that feels like to be in the park. Uh, to have it be nighttime and the, the cool wind kind of blowing you're with, over you and you're there with your family. You've had a long day uh, and you just get on the people mover and you just go for a, a, a long ride and you yeah. look out on the park and you just enjoy being with people and looking out at, at the stuff. And so, I don't know, for me, it represents... Some of the best stuff of Disneyland. That's so, what you're,
0: that's that's what you're trying to do with this podcast is just nostalgia, right? I'm trying to just yeah. Even I'm, I'm Star trying Wars. to get Wix to be a sponsor. Right. So I'm I know. glad yeah, that I'm glad that you were yeah. I'm glad that you were just happy to just uh, just wax philosophies. I'm and, trying and to, try to describe to, like the, the
1: the opening scene of Star I'm Wars. I'm trying to get Coke to be
0: a major sponsor. Where this the guys show. are in
1: the hallway and Darth Vader Fanta. you know comes through and they and they, and you see that you know I know you to know what guy I'm talking about, right? The, 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 they the they take over the ship. They blow the the doors down and the stormtroopers come through. And they start firing. There's that and the one, first guy falls through. the The one guy that died, when I he's one of the first guys. I don't know if he dies, but this gentleman there, he's a little older. He's got some salt and pepper hair, and he looks like. And you're like, I hope he makes it.
0: Oh, right, yes, yes, yes. The, the, on, the rebel, the yeah. rebel commander. You don't know who he is. The,
1: the, the, the it goes in. The, the the door starts to you yes. know get you have fireworks going and off. He looks, come through. he
0: looks. He looks. It like intense intently at the at the door and then got, raises his blaster a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, he's got salt and pepper hair, kind of blue eyes. He looks like an yeah. old Scots
1: and you think yeah it doesn't sort of look yeah, like an old you name. think he's too old to be fighting on this ship i hope he
0: doesn't die and you had you this also sp- think oh this must be the main character it's the first yes. full hero shot that we have of anybody in this in this movie
1: yeah and uh that's what i'm trying to describe that that feeling of watching r2d2 and c3po cross the the laser blast hoping they don't get killed being yeah. on the people mover that feeling of magic and just being young and feeling like you know that there is magic and space yeah. and blasters and stuff in the world, and the people mover, and just sitting
0: in Tomorrowland and just going, "I can't believe I'm here right now." Yeah, right that that feeling of I can't believe I'm here.
1: Yeah, somebody was able to describe things that I like in a great deal. Like who was able to do that? Somebody was able to to describe space in a way that makes sense to me, and that it's the yeah. way I feel inside. And the people mover was a great uh, way to sit back and relax.
0: Well, let's talk about how it came to be that you were able to sit back and relax like that. In order to do that, That's we got to go back in time. Little Aaron Robbins. Yeah. Going back to uh, 1964, 1965 to the, the 64, My name was, 65. Uh, it was Aaron Partial Humidity back then. Partial Humidity. Yeah. Light. Light yeah, Humidity. Yeah. Light Humidity. Um, the sixty four sixty five World's Fair that took place in New York. So there was the World's Fair in New York and as I was doing my research for the show, like I tried to understand what the New York World's Fair was. And the only thing that I have in reality or in, in current reality that exists as a New York Re- World's Fair is theme parks themselves mm-hmm. and really more directly Epcot because Epcot yeah. was modeled after it was intended to be a permanent World's Fair. So do you want to take a crack at explaining what the World's Fair is for our listeners?
1: Yeah, I I was thinking about this. This isn't a good explanation, so don't don't hang with it too long. But it's kind of like uh, CES, the Computer Electronics Showcase. You know, uh, a consumer, the Consumer Electronics Showcase, the trade show. Mm -hmm. It's it's a trade show for the world of culture, technology, food, fashion, entertainment, automa. It it was a it was a cultural, technological, innovative showcase for. The companies and of in organizations and states and things to to kind of showcase um, what was happening. And yeah, because
0: be, because there was there was no I mean there wasn't obviously there was no internet during this time. There was no huge marketing blitz campaigns for companies. There
1: was no going to, viral. You didn't go viral. Yeah, you back don't go then. viral.
0: And so and so what you do is you, you come you come you build a giant building a giant pavilion to showcase your technology. And uh and then I guess states are there too like they're showcasing why you should move to the state and then it's yeah, sort of like man, they're trying arts to attract and workers and, and they're trying to attract
1: industry and all that stuff it's amazing to me that we don't I'm not gonna say we don't do this anymore, but when I was looking at the World's Fair today, and I look at how much construction went into the People Mover building, the, yes. just even where they had the Ford cars that were like in the middle of yep. fountains and uh, the architecture. There's a, just a just a there was like a logo display that's just yeah. this massive like 30 or 60 foot structure with like uh, these curved spikes coming out of it that have logos on the end of it. Th- yep. It just doesn't feel like we could ever build that today. it would be like, hey, when do you think that uh, that building's going to be done that's going to have the right it. and it's like never dude we're never going to get it done yeah, we're it's never like, going to do that this and, legal certain, stuff. and
0: certainly not and certainly not build it for the purpose of it just being around for a year yeah it just right? seems like, like we're going to build this for a year and then we're just going to dismantle all of it and most of it's just going to go into a junk pile Like I feel that's like now that's what we would just do. be like
1: eh, do we want to because that's a lot of work yeah but they did yeah, but, it and it was beautiful but they
0: did it because it was a, it, it was a celebration of arts and culture and ingenuity and technology and it was like Everybody, you you would go here. This was a destination to learn about these things, and the and the sixty four sixty five World's Fair is really really critical because during that World's Fair, uh, Walt Disney and Wed Imagineering uh, were contracted to develop rides and attractions for four of these pavilions. and And when I when I go through this, just think about this. All right, just yeah, think about the fact it, that the hit Disney company was contracted. And for the World's Fair, the 64 World's Fair, they built It's a Small World for the Pepsi Pavilion, the Carousel of Progress for the GE Pavilion, the Abraham Lincoln Audio Animatronic for the Illinois Pavilion. The state of Illinois had their own pavilion, and that's where the the Abraham Lincoln Animatronic came from, and the People Mover uh, for the Ford Pavilion, but it wasn't called the People Mover at that point. It was called the Ford's Magic Skyway. But those are four attractions that still exist today. Yeah some of them in two, three, multiple parks yeah. that were created specifically for this World's Fair.
1: How excited do you get when, I mean, when that's the level of of um, entertainment and reveal that you can expect from this event? Like, you're not going this to be like, yeah, well, I, I, the, you know what they're deep frying this year at the State Fair? It's like, I mean, that's like, interesting. It makes the yeah. news every year. But like, you're going to witness the the uh, the release of a theme park that is going to be around essentially now forever like this yeah, is it, forever
0: entertainment you're going you had the op you have the option at this point disneyland's been open for nine years you have the option of going to disneyland or you can go to new york and go on disney attractions yeah. that are better that rival anything that's yeah. at disneyland currently i mean that's it's it's astounding to me that this that this happened totally so let's so talk let's about talk, it let's talk about the ford pavilion right i mean we could do a show on any one of these but we're yeah. talking about the people movies. yeah let's
1: talk about the Ford Pavilion.
0: They got so the Disney's, Mustangs out there, and those are the the, the Mustangs that
1: I saw. There, they're, they're the ones you see in your head—that classic '60s yeah. Mustang. I, and they, they
0: debuted. They do, debuted here, didn't they? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think they did. Yeah. I think they did. The Magic Skyway was a dark ride that uh, Disney designed within the Ford Pavilion, and uh, the way it worked was they basically the ride vehicles were Ford convertibles, right?
1: Yeah. Did you see the, the the family getting on the one in the shot? There's a family there a guy opens the car door. This is like a real car. He yeah. opens the car door and then the dad gets in. You're like, oh, the dad's gonna drive. And he scoots over and you're like, Oh no, he's actually getting in the backseat. Then the mom gets in the backseat, then their oldest son gets in there, and then like a little six-year-old boy is like sitting behind the wheel That's of the awesome. car. Just yeah. Giant boat it's of, like a, Autopia, of a Utopia, but it's like a real car that this kid is like, you know, sitting behind the driver's wheel. Yeah, of. and
0: then they just close the door. They're yeah. just like, Okay, we're gonna close the door, and now you're you're on the track for the Magic Skyway. And you're just, I I mean, the story here is what? I mean, the story is you get in a Ford car, you go back in time to the age of dinosaurs and prehistoric man. Yeah. And the invention of the wheel, thats is that where sort of like heading. the yeah, way it ends? That's,
1: yeah. you, that's where you're heading. That's the big, I don't know if that's the big payoff, but you get to the room where there's uh, cavemen and Neanderthals and and the guy that invented the wheel, he's, uh, he's there with his wife and his wife is like uh, uh, something, but it looks like he's choking. The guy that, uh, I don't know if you saw that, but he, he's like, he's doing the international sign for choking, which maybe it was different no, in the Oh, 60s. The, the caveman? The caveman
0: yeah. that, that invented the wheel? Yeah. yeah. I think he's proclaiming. I think he's oh, making a proclamation. Oh, he must be proclaiming. Yeah. Proclaiming I think he's and making choking a proclamation. are very similar. But then, did you catch that? Like that, they're putting the wheel on the cart on a cart, and the and the individual that is supposed to be carrying everything that's on that cart is the caveman's wife. Did you catch that? <laughs> I did, and I, so, did I, I mean, again, not not the most woke attraction uh, right. for 2020, and probably makes sense why the cavemen didn't make it into the parks. But um, but before you get to the cavemen, you get to the the age of dinosaurs, yeah. right? And you, you round the corner and you're in this gigantic room and there's brontosauruses, brontosauri, brontosauruses, brontosauruses, Uh and triceratops and, and uh, a tyrannosaurus rex. And I believe a stegosaurus, I think a stegosaurus is there. And these dinosaurs, uh, you know, it's, it's all swampy and it feels very, again, feels very prehistoric. The crazy thing about this is these dinosaurs have made it into Disneyland. They yeah. are the dinosaurs that are in the primeval world uh, portion of the Disneyland Railroad.
1: For sure. and I love That's that crazy. I love that first of all, two things. One, you ask Disney. Uh, to build your attraction and he's like oh yeah uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring some dinosaurs like that'd be great some like uh, cardboard or uh, wood some wood cutouts of dinosaurs like, fantastic no. he's like no man nope
0: it's gonna be 40 feet tall <laughs> exactly
1: he's gonna be chewing there's gonna be actual like seaweed and whatever in his mouth oh so we're <laughs> just gonna we're gonna do one right no we're gonna do like 10 of them whole scene it's for the 1960s you're in a car you go back and it's, it's impressive like can
0: it, you imagine being can you you have no idea what to experience I am okay? getting
1: out of that car a little partial humidity Aaron is like yeah. you cannot contain because again I will be with the
0: dinosaurs these cars the I mean Ford cars during those times they didn't even have seat belts. Yeah. so it's not even like they could lock you into this thing you're hopping out totally. and you're you're there you're like go ahead mom and dad go back to modern times I I'm now bam bam okay exactly. I'm going to live here with these dinosaurs I'm calling this one Dino so that's uh, one
1: thing the second thing real quick sorry that I noticed is uh the prehistoric the prehistoric world the primeval world like you know it's kind of an attempt at realism, right? Like, you know, yeah, they're, they're yeah. real, real things there. But then the like baby uh, Triceratops that are cracking out an egg, they're, they're very like cartoony. So, they're like wobbling yeah, back, and hop, forth, hop and they're back and forth. They're all, they're all smiling. So I don't know. I thought that was cute.
0: I, I just am, again, just sort of these hallmarks of Disney history. It it, it really amazes me that 65, what, what are we, 65 years later, something like that, that you can still see the, the original animatronics, that they're there and they're preserved and yeah. people, thousands of people pass by them every single day. And it's surprising that it's in a relatively obscure portion of the park. You know, I mean you're only seeing this thing if you're going on the on the Disneyland Railroad. Uh, and and yet and yet it's a it's a pivotal or very, very important Piece yeah. of Disney history.
1: It's a super historical piece. I, I have not given its its due respect over the years. I like dinosaurs. I'm like everybody. I like dinosaurs, yeah. but it does feel, especially when you tack it on to the uh, to the Grand Canyon sort of exhibit that uh, comes after it, before it. No, it comes, uh, comes before I think it.
0: right before it. Yeah, I think it comes. It goes before, and then you go into it. I yeah. just
1: know there was some debate about whether or not there should actually be turkeys in there, and I think Disney was correct. There are turkeys.
0: Uh, there was a debate on this podcast about whether or not Rapunzel should be in
1: there. Yeah, you know, I know. I, I, a decade ago, suggested we take out Primeval World and put in a uh, animatronic 3D projection map to Rapunzel uh, <laughs> Tower. And the internet came to my house just the whole internet. The whole internet. And, and the they, whole internet. They, they just like, knocking on the door. Like, oh, take hey, it back. guys.
0: Yeah, and hey. Oh, like, hey, guys. Are you I, I was
1: like, fine. I take it back. And they're like, oh, we decided that's not enough. We have to, <laughs> we, we, we have to like, you know. Whatever.
0: We're going to destroy you. Yeah. We're going to just turn, we're we going to turn We have to
1: raise you, raise right. you. Darn it. I messed the word up.
0: That's all right. You tried. Uh, so Let me now, tell you this. No, Let me ask you this question. Yeah, one question. Yeah, yeah. When you go through
1: Primeval World, name the one thing that sticks out to you. When you go through there as, as a, an adult now with your kids, you're sitting on the train, you go into Primeval World, there's the dinosaurs fighting, there's the pterodactyl, there's the eating I'm, the water. Yeah. What, what sticks out to Scott Storm?
0: Uh, the lightning and then the tris- uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay, yeah. How that's about good.
1: you, uh, the actual lightning effects are you know obviously they they have been up they've gotten quite good. The the yeah. the, the, the yeah. lightning effects in that room and the the cloud movement has gotten good over the years. Right. Uh, for me, it's the lava. It's the lava logs that are oh, yeah. that are rolling. I always just look yeah. at them and I'm like, that looks like lava when I squint my eyes. Yep. And it's cool. It's cool that you can see that it's an effect, and it's cool that it. If you squint your eyes, it looks like lava. I like that it's not like amazing yet. I like that it, it still looks like a practical effect. I really yeah, enjoy the lava.
0: It's a great, the, the entire, I mean, what is it? Would you call that a diorama? I'm not yes. even sure what you call that, Heck right? yeah, it's a diorama. It's the best diorama ever. It it's is. Gonna, it's definitely going to win first uh, prize in, uh, in Mrs. Evans' fourth you. grade class. You see how I worked lava back into this? I mean, this I saw
1: that. That's uh, master SoundCloud, marketing. SoundCloud. I should do marketing for a living.
0: You really should Watch do marketing <laughs> for a living. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you do right now for a living, but you should consider marketing. Thank you. No problem. Hey, Let's so- keep going. Uh, so the dinosaurs went into primeval world. Uh, an- another sort of neat piece of trivia that has nothing to do with the people mover necessarily, but the woolly mammoth that is in the early man scene that yes. actually got stripped down and put into the jungle cruise. So now it's it's actually in the in the elephant waiting pool. I think it's the the backside, not of water, but the backside of an elephant. So yes, I a, saw a that. I
1: saw this woolly mammoth. It, it's bigger than I had imagined it when we did this yesterday, uh, and it's got tusks and. Tusks and all that stuff like that. It's a and woolly the, mammoth. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to kill it with spears or, or their name calling it. they
0: trapped it. it. Like, did they trap I it? I think they trapped
1: that, it. And they were yeah. like, oh, you'll never be anything when you grow up. And his feelings are getting real hurt. As, as, yeah, they, a...
0: they were emotionally taunting him. <laughs> I believe yeah, so. Yeah.
1: But that's yeah. in the Jungle Cruise right now. You can go see that. Yeah, it's so cool. Oh, I mean, so you, cool. you can't go see that. Now the park's closed, but you when will When it be.
0: opens back up, you'll be able to go do that, and you'll say, hey, Scott and Aaron told me about that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now the ride vehicle system, or the ride system itself, uh, Disney wants to put this into Tomorrowland. And so it's 1967, and new Tomorrowland opens. The interesting thing here is that this is going to be the first of two new Tomorrowland initiatives that we're going to talk about in this show. But 1967 is the first new Tomorrowland. They've got a guy in a jetpack taking off, uh they've got the uh the no, it's not the Astro Orbiter it's the it's called
1: Jets and the Astro Rockets
0: on top of the launch bay on top of the launch pad in the yep. center of of Tomorrowland and they've got the uh the the People Mover. Now for those of you who never even knew what this was if you are walking down Tomorrowland Ah, uh, down the main strip of Tomorrowland, and you see those big cement pylons, and there's like a cement track that's going above you. That is not decoration. That is the tr- original track of the People Mover.
1: Yeah. I forgot to tell you that there's a there's a secret word for this segment, and I'm keeping track of how many times you say that secret word. And if you is it say crazy? It, yeah, no, it's not. I can't tell you what the word is, but if you say it more than three times, you win the podcast. So just keep oh, I going. I can't wait. I know okay. it's it's a big deal. I
0: can't. Well, I'm very excited now. And <laughs> Now I'm just going to carefully choose all of my words yeah. uh, over and over again. But it's not crazy, so I'll probably stop saying that. Uh, well, so I doubt when it. the people. I probably will. I probably, no, you can guarantee I'll keep saying this because I love this topic. It's just so, it's so entertaining and educational, interesting to me. So People Mover comes into New Tomorrowland. 1967. They a, 1967. They need to find a sponsor. And so, who do you think Disney goes to for their sponsor? I would go to Ford. Like they paid for some of it to begin with, right? Yeah, they basically paid for the development of it yeah. anyway. So, of course, Ford is the natural sponsor for the People Mover. Absolutely. The problem is, and and this is also this shows like the 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 geniusness and the shrewdness of Walt Disney because he's like. Oh yeah, you want you want to pay me money to develop a ride for your pavilion? Sure. And then when we're done with that pavilion, we're just going to put the ride in my yeah, theme park, and totally. then and then it's going
1: to be there for the next sixty five like, to hundred years. Can you develop a way for me to advertise the radio? I was like, of course, I got this thing. It's called a TV. Yeah, <laughs> like, no problem. And you can only get it from
0: me. I love it. I know. So they go to Ford to, to sponsor the people mover and Ford says no. And the reason why they say no is because the people mover is positioned to be the rapid transit solution for the future to get and Ford rid of cars. Yeah, to get rid of cars, because this idea here is that the people mover is a constantly moving circuit, so it doesn't slow down. It's not like the monorail. It's not like it's not like a car. It's not like a bus system. It is constantly moving, so you can get on at one station and then go to your other station and get off there, and so Ford takes a look at this, and they're like, no, we're not going to sponsor this. You're trying to put us out of business, so they balk. They walk away, which I guess makes sense, and yet I also delight in the fact that there's an irony here because the system that they built for Ford to advertise Ford vehicles is now being seen as a competitor to the sale of Ford vehicles. Uh,
1: The sale of all vehicles. Do you think you you think you think Disney recognizes this irony as he's developing it or only after the fact?
0: Again, for the man who said, yes, pay me lots of money and I will build a ride for you that then I'll repurpose into my own theme park. I feel like he's seeing the irony in this. Yeah. But uh, which I guess... I guess that plays out appropriately because then the next people they go to is Goodyear. Yeah. So who, who is supplying tires for these Ford cars, but Goodyear and Goodyear says, yeah, we'll do it. Sure. We'll be your sponsor.
1: Yeah. And the, the propulsion of the one at the world's fair, the way those cars, they were, they looked like they were being pulled by some sort of mechanism below the floor. Uh, yeah. The ones in Disneyland, the one in Disneyland was uh, moved forward by tires. It was uh, right.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the, the vehicles rested on top of these tires, and the tires just sort of, like, pushed them ahead, yeah. right? And there were these tires that were evenly spaced out, and they would just, uh, there was no motor in the actual people-mover-ride vehicle. They just got pushed. They, they, right. would, they would be pushed over. And so, uh, you know, Goodyear goes, yeah, we'll sponsor it. We're gonna, You're going to have however many hundreds of tires uh, powering this thing, and we believe in Goodyear tires so much that you're not going to have to replace them very often. So Lightyear yeah, tires. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Lightyear tires. That's what they would be now, of course.
1: So that's how the people mover comes into the park in sixty-seven with the new Tomorrowland. 67. And yeah. that's the yeah. Do you want to talk about the changes to Tomorrowland? Yeah, right, I mean, uh, before we
0: get there, do you want to talk about sort of what the People Mover track was? Like what like what the purpose of the people mover was? And we talked about as it, it like a rapid transit system, but I mean, what 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 did this really do? Would you call this an attraction? Would yeah. you call this a ride?
1: Uh, a ride is a subcategory of attraction. Yeah.
0: Um, So I would call, is this a ride? Is this a ride?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say it's a, it's a ride just because it's not a thrill ride. Doesn't make it a ride. It's a, it's a moving, it's a moving attraction on a track that goes through show buildings, even though it doesn't have any of its own show buildings. So yeah, I'd say it's totally a ride. Uh, it's it feels a, like
0: a moving park bench. Would yeah, you agree
1: with that. Absolutely, it is yeah. a moving park bench, and I think that's a great ride. The park bench is one of my favorite attractions, especially uh, late especially in as the day. you get older. Yeah, yeah, it's a great attraction.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know.
1: Do you want me to describe the ride, or what do you want me to do? What do you? Yeah, asking? describe
0: the ride. Describe the ride for us.
1: The, my memories it's of It's a it,
0: long ride too. It's a long ride, right?
1: Yeah, it's a 16 minute ride, 17 minute ride, 14 yeah, minute ride, something ride. like that.
0: That's like an Epcot attraction. But
1: uh, I remember. I remember. You know, it's it's uh, it's in the middle of Tomorrowland. Uh, you know, not too far from Tomorrowland Terrace. You guys all know what it is. It's the multi-tiered uh, building uh, structure in the middle of Tomorrowland. And I believe you would ride an escalator up to the middle platform but I think it was one of the escalators like out of the Haunted Mansion where it didn't. It wasn't a stepped escalator. It was like- It was a, just
0: like a, a ramp Yeah, escalator. it was more like a
1: ramp thing. Yeah. And then you got up to the second one. And then if you had a cool if you had a cool grandpa like I did, he would take you up to the third one and you would- The third level and you'd ride the Astro Jets or the Astro Was, it, was that
0: escalator too or did you take an elevator up to that third I level? I don't, I don't
1: remember. I don't remember. I don't imagine you'd use an elevator because they're so low capacity elevators. At, to...
0: at Disney World, it's an elevator. Is it really? So like, yeah, I think it's it's an escalator up to the People Mover. But if you want to go to the Astro Orbiter, which is on the top of the launch pad, it's still it's there like
1: that now. I know that makes sense. Yeah, you sound it's still dumb, like that. That's so yep. cool to be able to ride yeah, it an attraction. That's on the third floor of something. Like that's yeah. that's 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 awesome. So you would get in this middle tier, and the the you know kind of like a chairlift. The the four four by four, four people to a car, four cars to a segment. Would yep. Come around. You'd get in. I believe the tops would pop open, and then they would you know they would close as you left the station, and you would just okay. take a leisurely stroll. Uh, down, down uh, Tomorrowland, past the uh, Mary Blair mural or the, the now Star Tours mural, you hang a left, and you would just go through different attractions. You would go through different areas, and there were a lot of parts of that ride I remember didn't have a lot. Like it's like, hey, this is a wall
0: and right
1: you know, like, yeah. That was yeah but it's still and, it's and a you're Disneyland not and you're,
0: again you're not moving very fast i no. mean this, the top speed on this was seven miles an hour and that's if you're going downhill so most of the time you're trucking along at like less than walking speed
1: which is always dangerous because yes it is a ride yes it is an attraction but 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 kids will be kids which i hate when people say something will be something and i just said it but it's a slow moving ride you're looking at a wall eventually kids gonna be like I wonder if I can huck stuff out of this. I
0: can pr- I probably, I probably get off of this <laughs> I and get onto get another one without a problem. Yeah, and get back
1: in. So you know people are, are thinking that way. But yeah, it was a moving park bench. Uh, to me, the magic of it was that it was elevated uh, and yeah. that it took you through so many other attractions, that it let you peek into what was going on. Uh, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I didn't say this last night. Part of Disneyland that's amazing to me and I wish the park were open right now because we could experience this right now is that it's like the refrigerator door. Like when I close (laughs) the refrigerator door, I don't don't know what's going on inside my refrigerator. Like Uh I can't see what's happening in there. And for a long time, you know, at any moment of the day, somebody's waiting in line for start. Somebody's having the best moment of their day, every moment of the day in Disneyland. And just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. And so when you wrote people mover, you got to sort of like, in physicality look in on the best moment of somebody's day like yeah, you're
0: almost like a fly in the wall because, totally yes exactly right, because because you're looking from this uh this bird's eye view down into the the queue of uh, originally it was adventures through interspace and then it became star tours and 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 you're seeing people when you're outside you're seeing people walking to different attractions. Uh, you know, you're seeing people on the Autopia cars. You're seeing people get into the monorail and take off in the monorail. Go
1: on adventures people, through interspace. Like you could see yeah. the boarding Omni movers there. You, so you could see people getting yeah, right. on their ride. And so it was like, yeah, I, I didn't wait in line with them, but I'm now getting to witness as if I were a cast member, kind of them getting getting on their ride. Finally, And I just I love that ride to ride stuff of Disneyland. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things of Disneyland.
0: And I think you had said this a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the people mover uh, with with Star Wars because you had mentioned about how uh, at one point when it switched over to Star Tours and you're looking into Mickey Star Traders... Uh there's there were two stormtroopers that were there that that are on the track of the people mover as you're looking into Star Tours or, I mean uh, uh Mickey Star Traders. And and you had remarked that one of the unique things about the people mover, of course, is that you're you're on a ride looking into another ride and sometimes looking through that ride and back totally. to Tomorrowland.
1: Yeah, I call it the layers of Disneyland. And when you can get like four or five layers, like to me, that's the, the genius of the layout of that park. Yeah. of of everything i love that
0: let's go through sort of how it changed over time we yeah. mentioned that it was there in adventures of interspace but before star tours came in there uh in 1967 uh, excuse me 1976 it closed down for a year for an upgrade it reopens in 1977 and in 77 is when space mountain comes out so now the ride goes through and into space mountain
1: yeah the actual like starry dark part of space mountain correct
0: that's right yeah, yeah. You, you I, this is not where you're going into the queue. You're launch Bay, going into uh, Launch base
1: 77 in Disneyland, and Launch Bay 75 in Florida.
0: Why would it be 75 in Florida?
1: It's the year that the ride oh, was the released. Year,
0: you're opened up. That's right. Oh, so oh, that's right. Space Mountain came into Disney World first, and then into Disneyland.
1: Don't get me started, but I believe that is correct. Oh my god, you're going to make a, me so mad right that's now, Scott show. Storm.
0: We can agree 75 is a great year, though. 75, 75 is a, a fantastic year. year. Fantastic year. Fantastic year.
1: Also, it's uh, not Jojo the Rabbit, and I believe that our, uh, our our star trader, it's not Mickey's star traders. It's just the star trader.
0: It's not called Mickey's star traders? It's just the star trader. Am I thinking
1: the one in Florida? You sure are, son. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Do we know who's older between
0: us? No, I don't think we do. Ah, fascinating. Let's keep that going. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that we'll, the, that air of mystery. Boy, our, our listeners, will, they'll be waiting for that episode to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's riveting. <laughs> so, uh, so let's see. So Space Mountain comes out. Um, originally, you would go into uh, the Circle Vision Theater where the Carousel of Progress was, and you would see what was called Progress City, which was basically a model of, uh, of, of Walt's prototype for Epcot. Yeah. And so you would see this really elaborate model. I think that's actually still in. What does Epcot stand they, for? Backwards. Tomorrowland of Community Prototype Experimental. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, that's pretty Not good. Bad. You know what they, uh, you know, what we used to joke around about as as cast members over in Walt Disney World, what Epcot stood for? You go, like, it's would say, uh, hey, uh, do you know what Epcot stands for? And they go, yeah, it stands for Experimental Prototype Community Tomorrow. And you say, no, it stands for. Every paycheck comes on Thursday. <laughs> oh, that's a cast member joke. I love it. That's a it. cast member joke. A little cast member joke there. So uh let's see. 1976. Yeah. So Progress City comes out. The product Progress City model comes out, and instead they replace it with this thing called the Super Speed Tunnel, which is basically like a small IMAX theater that the people mover trains are going through and they're projecting like race cars on either side. Yeah. I suppose to give you the sense of speed. Although they don't do anything other than project those those yeah. race cars, it's not like they're blowing air into your face or anything like that to give you the the sense or yeah. the simulation th- of speed.
1: What year did the Super Speedway come out? I feel like I remember. Seventy six,
0: or excuse me, seventy seven. Seventy seven. How long was out.
1: it there for? Because when did the next thing replace it? Tron. When did Tron replace it? Yeah,
0: so Tron came in in nineteen eighty two. So eighty two comes out. They they take so I take out the Super Speedway tunnel.
1: I could remember the Super Speedway tunnel. It sounded so familiar. Uh, also, it also sounds like a nightmare if you get st- if the people mover breaks down and that's oh my where gosh, you're could stuck. You imagine? <laughs> No, the I can't. Just, I mean, I can. just
0: <laughs> constant. Just the, the sound of the motors and just yeah. the overwhelming visuals of that of of cars just racing over and over again. Yeah, that would be uh That's night night probably one of the one of the worst places. Is it uh better or worse to get stuck on the people mover in the super speedway tunnel or just staring at a wall inside of one of the tunnels? Of, uh, of the People Mover going if, in between attractions.
1: Yeah, I, I would I would take the wall every day of the week unless it's pitch black because I like to look out and see how much trash there is. because Surprisingly, there's right. not a lot of trash in Disneyland.
0: Very clean park. You think uh, you think there's any trash on the track of the People Mover uh, in the in the the, the empty the empty uh, hallway? Uh, it right, is a great question. right
1: now, like that, it's been unused for yeah, so long. Yeah, right,
0: no, right now, right uh, now, having and with it having been closed for uh, since nineteen or since two thousand one. Yeah, uh, how much trash do you think is on the people mover track?
1: Some, right? You know they, then you know they clean it up. It's Disneyland, but some, some. there's probably quarters up there. Probably people probably pitch quarters from their thumb. They probably frunk and try to get them and up just there. Just see
0: how see how far they can get into it. Like uh, you
1: know, like that money maker, uh, Snow White. That Snow White money maker there, the dungeon, the dungeon scene in the queue of Snow White. That things oh, a yeah. money maker, yeah, yeah. man.
0: That's true. That's true, man. It's, it's just somebody sweep that out every night and just put it in their pockets. Yeah, sweepers Anyways, keepers. Where we're totally totally off track here. Yeah, no, we're not. We are on track. The people mover track. So the people Storm. mover track. Yeah, uh, Tron comes in, and uh, I really get nothing
1: for sweepers, keepers, sweepers, keepers. Oh, all right.
0: I feel like that's the next. That's the, that's the, uh, the every paycheck comes
1: hour. on Thursday. That gets a laugh, but sweepers
0: or keepers, nothing. Sweepers, keepers. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Right. All right, move there on. you Go. All right, Tron comes in 1982. Uh, now it's uh, instead of race cars, it's light cycles, and uh, light cycles are racing alongside of you and now uh, the people mover gets dubbed people mover through the world of tron which i think is a little bit of a misnomer because quite frankly in a 16 minute ride 90 seconds of it is devoted to tron the rest of it is unchanged and yet from 1982 to 1985 this thing is the people mover through the world of tron warning you have invaded the electronic realm of the master computer program Prepare for the game grid of Tron. You have escaped Tron's game grid for now, users. But take heed. Next time you may not fare so well.
1: I remember seeing Cylons somewhere from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, that
0: would be at Universal Studios. Okay, I
1: remember seeing a Cylon yeah. and that that's scaring me. And then the Stormtroopers yep. on People Mover. I don't remember yep. Tron, even though light cycles are, you know, one of the best you know, sci-fi vehicles ever developed.
0: 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, it uh, it's surprising so. that you don't remember it because, again, it runs for 13 years that right? way. I know. That's crazy. So... Yeah, but again, it's such a small portion of the overall ride experience that probably And, easily, and I was like, hey, look, a wall. <laughs> yeah, you were looking the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> you were looking at where you came from, not where you're going to. By the time you turned around, you're already outside and you're you're headed to Autopia. Exactly. So People Mover shuts down, unfortunately, in 1995. Uh, After Disney what, a 28-year run? 67 and 95. I'm not doing math this late at night. All you right, tell let's,
1: me. Let's call it 28 and hope we're close.
0: Call it 28 and change. Uh, it's a little bit long in the tooth. It's moving, you know, it's moving slow and, uh, and the ride vehicles get dis- get dispersed. That's not uh, why some- they shut it down. Is that why they shut it down? Well, what do you think is the reason why they shut I it down? I think
1: they shut it down because they, they, they're doing, uh, aren't they doing a Tomorrowland refresh and they want to put in the rock, the, that rocket thing?
0: Well, yeah. So 1996 Disneyland announces that they're going to be replacing the people mover with the rocket rods. Okay. Right? Which is this high speed thrill attraction? So again, like they're taking a look at the People Mover and they're saying, "Ah, this thing's uh, this thing is slow. We want a sleek, new, exciting uh, Tomorrowland." And so the Rocket Rods are going to fit in this. This, of course, is the uh, is the second new Tomorrowland uh, project.
1: Yeah, they keep adding and an M to Tomorrowland every time they redo Tomorrowland.
0: It. <laughs> it's now Tomorrowland with three, four M's. This is an unfortunate uh, relaunch of Tomorrowland because for some reason. And I don't know who approved this, but somehow in Imagineering, it was approved to paint all of Tomorrowland green and gold.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They went for it. Uh, what they, they call steampunk. For, steampunk yeah, they're going Tomorrowland. Yeah, like
0: a steampunk thing, right?
1: Yeah. I think it's, I've heard it described as like a, I've not heard, I've heard people make fun of it in a steampunk way. I've heard it described as sort of a Jules Verne. Right. Uh, sort of, yeah, kind of a mechanical Jules Verne type of thing.
0: Sort of like what the idea of the future was from jules verne's imagination right yeah, that, was, some, that was sort some, of what they something were going like for. that but man an unfortunate color scheme can, yeah can we agree about that i mean that is like that's jarring yeah you, i love that the cornering.
1: they call the uh don't they call the entrance to tomorrowland the french fry the french fries the, the french
0: fries yeah, yeah the, the french fries because <laughs> <laughs> it's just these Which like, are going away they're going yeah. away right now do you know that
1: i did know that that's a yeah. not a tomorrowland refurbishment that's a make way for people walking refurbishment yeah, I think that's true. I don't know.
0: So the rocket rods do come uh, as a result of this new Tomorrowland initiative. The Rocky the Rods u- we
1: described yesterday as somebody took the ride vehicle for Alice in Wonderland and mixed it with the Batmobile. Yes, that's, that's and the that is rods.
0: exactly the way that that is described. Yeah, imagine the imagine the Caterpillar, uh, uh, the gritty reboot of the Caterpillar car <laughs> yeah, from uh, it's the from Goth-o Alice in Wonderland. Pillar. It's
1: like yeah. the caterpillar is super. De- I mean, he's already depressed, but he's even more depressed, and he he's, put black eyeshadow. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he was depressed. He's now he's now depressed and angry. Let's right? put him
1: up on the people mover. That'll really <laughs> bum him out.
0: <laughs> so it's like this elongated. It's it seats five people single file. So almost almost in, in another uh, another analogy would be like imagine the uh, imagine Splash Mountain log, right? Imagine the Splash Mountain log, but now you're putting on the people mover. Yeah. Um, Did anybody it's,
1: it's, sit alone in the front, or was it three and two? What was the seating configuration? On no, it was, uh,
0: it was uh, a, f- a five single row. If I if I remember correctly, really, Every, it was a all single row ride. Yeah, uh, oh, and, wow. And, yeah. So this thing uses the people movers track. It hits speeds up to 30 miles an hour, but the inherent flaw with the rocket rods is that when it goes that fast, they didn't yeah. do any modifications to the people mover track. And so it goes that fast only to immediately slow down. So yeah. it can take a very ginger turn. <laughs> so it's
1: exactly like driving with your grandma.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just jamming on the gas. 30, only, zero, 30, only, zero. Only to immediately jam on the brakes and then just take a little extra time to make sure that 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 you don't run into anything. You yeah. don't want to hit anything as you're going around the corner and then boom and jam on the gas again, only to immediately decelerate. Uh, this this thing was plagued with problems. It was the other thing is that the, the ride mechanism was all being guided by a computer. And uh, and I think it was the same type of same type of computer system. I don't know if the exact same one same type of computer system as uh, Indiana Jones uh, Temple of Forbidden Eye. So like you could know where every single car was on the track. And if one of them shut down, it shut down all of them automatically. And so this thing had so many problems. This thing was always shutting down. And 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 in addition to that, the people mover originally a very high capacity to ride. That thing was taking on like 5000 people an hour And now you have the rocket rods, which are seating five people per car. And then there is a long launch time in between cars. Like the, the ability to get people on this ride was, uh, was just challenged at best. Yeah. And nightmarish at worst. It
1: sounds so good on paper. And when you talk about totally. it, you know. I think both you and I are pitched that in a Disney Imagineering room and we're like, of course, are you kidding? 100%. 100%. But then you see it and all the problems with it and you go like, this doesn't, this doesn't make any sense at all.
0: Certainly the people that are working on the rocket rods, much more intelligent about science, engineering and math than you and I ever would be.
1: I don't know that we know and, that for sure, but let's go ahead and assume.
0: I'm willing to do that. I'm <laughs> willing to give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> okay, on that good. one. But one would think that they there must have been a discussion at some point of modifying the track in order to make banked turns yeah. so that you could actually have consistent velocity on this thing, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I never got to ride the rocket rods. It is, it is one of the attractions that was around when I was around Disneyland, and I just never, never got on it.
0: I'm not surprised Uh, this thing was only open from 1998 until 2001. And even in that short period of time, it was down for, I think, like a year. So I think it was open like 98 to 99. And then it closed for an extensive period of time. Where Disney said, like, we're gonna be reopening it in 2001, and then it just never reopened. If you could bring it back. So here's our armchair imagineering. So you never went on the Rocket Rods. I did. I actually never went on the People Mover, the Disneyland People Mover. I went on the Yeah, I know. I was uh,
1: shocked. I was shocked by that because it's
0: my favorite attraction. uh, I, I said that I've never been on it. And yet at the same time, there's a part of me that feels like maybe I have been on it, like, because I have this memory of looking down into the Star Tours queue. But then again, I'm thinking maybe I was in the Star Tours queue and looking up at the people in the People Mover and thinking, man, I'd really like to be up there. Yeah. So I really don't know if I ever rode this thing. I don't have any memory of it. Uh,
1: it's a major topic of conversation every year on all the Disneyland forums, all yeah. over the internet, all over YouTube, every year since... Uh, I think 2010. You guys had a problem with yours over there in Florida. Not that you're in Florida, but yours closed down for a little bit, then reopened or something in 2010. I don't know what happened, but
0: uh, I was I was out of it by that time.
1: Yeah, you were totally out of it, but um. So every year since then they've since closed down. It's is it opening back up? Uh, there's one camp that's like it's definitely opening back up. I heard things, yeah. I saw things, I saw scaffolding, I saw paint, and then there's a whole nother camp that's like it's can't be grandfathered in because of something, and they damaged the track from the rock. Yeah, regulations. Being on there.
0: You have to pull the whole thing down if yeah. you want to do anything with it, right? So
1: we're squarely in two camps of there's it's impossible and very likely, which is
0: not unlike the coronavirus. That's true. Yeah. Again, nobody knows what we're supposed to be doing, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're just uh, we're just doing what we think we should be doing. Yeah, I would uh, love but- for
1: it to come back. I would. Uh, I like the idea. I don't mind the promotion angle that that one section of the people mover sort of used to sort of showcase the the absolute newest technology in terms of like Uh projection mapping that like when Wreck-It Ralph came in, you go through a Wreck-It Ralph experience or, you know, whatever. I'm totally fine with one section being used to promote their movies, as long as the technology that's doing that is constantly being updated as a like real 90 second showpiece. Um, but other yeah, than but that you I still
0: want the four by four cars going three miles an hour yeah, and yeah. just just the, the leisurely again the the mobile park bench? You you want that?
1: I, I want that because that that is what Disneyland does is it puts you together with your family with so much to do, but before you're allowed to do that thing, there's nothing to do but stand in line, but to ride on the people over to sit on the train and uh-huh. be tired and just talk to each other. And our conversations from day to day in our lives, they take on a routine. I ask about how you slept. I ask about how school was, I ask about, you know, if you enjoyed your dinner, I asked if you're tired, I tell you to go to bed. But in Disneyland, there's these, there's this time where there's nothing to do but talk about being young, being exciting, being sure scared going upside down uh you know me telling stories it's how i pass on information about what it was like to be a kid to have a grandpa uh it's part of our uh storytelling tradition in my family and so i like a 16 minute ride where it's just you're snuggling up with your kid and it's cold and you're best friends for a little while like i love it man
0: but In Tomorrowland? Because that's the thing. How do you end a heartfelt story with that? I just poured my heart out to you and you were like, but in those pants... (laughs) <laughs> again, listen. I'm, I'm very, I'm very mercenary when it comes to this show. Okay, uh, I hear you're leaving uh, again, the house. You want to wax, you want to wax nostalgia. I want to get down to brass tacks. Let's get okay, down to brass tacks. No, no, no. I, 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 100. I, uh, I, I appreciate and I, I love what you are saying because I agree. Okay. One of the things that we love about these parks is that you get to do things and you get to create memories that cannot be created in any other way. Yeah, Like it is not going to be like any other road trip you take. It's not going to be like any other, uh, you know, any other tourist trap or town or historical landmark. It is, this is the only place in the world that you're going to ma- be able to make these types of memories. And so I, I agree with you. I mean, the, the ability to slow down and spend time together as a family in this very unique way is a very valuable commodity. And Disneyland... Uh, gives you the opportunity to do it and maybe arguably doesn't give you enough areas to do it. Yeah. The, the challenge with the people mover to me is that it feels like, it feels like Tomorrowland's Tom Sawyer's Island, right? right? Tom I Sawyer's do. Island made to be this place where you stop and smell the roses yeah. and it gives you a break away from the, the, the madness and mania of being in a Disney park without ever having to leave a Disney park. Yeah. It's a genius design that way. Yeah. The people mover, however, is a centerpiece for tomorrowland tomorrowland being this idea of progress and innovation and the future and and i just feel like a slow moving uh, experience like that around tomorrowland just it almost cuts against the spirit that's of why it's got to be capped off is.
1: it's got to be capped off with some attraction on the very top of it like your thrill attraction on the top some kind of drop attraction I mean, would, on would the you top? take
0: astro orbiter and put it back i would back put it back was? there yeah in
1: a heartbeat. But. uh I also like that you can see Fantasyland from it, the the subs and Autopia, yeah. so it breaks lands and it, and it and it's raised, so it's not getting in anybody's way. Tomorrow, tomorrow uh People Mover is not hurting anybody. It's not on the ground floor. It's it's up above. It's not it's not getting in anybody's business.
0: Yeah, but let me pitch this to you. Okay, okay. Pitch, pitch me I'm something. I'm gonna pitch. I'm gonna pitch you. This is my armchair imagineering of All right, the hit People me with Mover. It. We take the track, we bank it appropriately, okay. so that it can have a high velocity uh, traction on it. And you turn it into the Tron Light Cycle attraction, yeah. not 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 the same, not the roller coaster that's you know that's at Shanghai and that's being that's being built right now, because that's an attraction that you know arguably younger younger kids can't go on, right? Because yeah. it's it's looping and corkscrewing and all that type of stuff. But but you make it a, 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 a almost like the higher speed version of Autopia. So you have Autopia for the kids that uh, are just learning, you know, they're young enough to be able to hit the pedals and they get that sense of driving for the first time. And now this is the next step. You get to get on the light cycles and now you've got that exhilarating thrill of speed as you're just, just blazing all through Tomorrowland and you've got all the light piping that you could do and it's, and it's still Tomorrowland and it also throws back to what the original, you know, what the, right, the yeah, reimagined the people mover is. Like, there's a tie-in there. Like, I just think that that would be so exciting to see. I'm actually a little bit bummed that they haven't made their movement towards something like in that. In Tron Legacy, they, uh,
1: when he's in the light cycle scene, he gets rescued oh, by uh, like so a cool. buggy car that it's like a yeah. two-seater. So I That's can right. see light cycles being a part of it. I'm more for the uh, Radiator Springs racers uh, up on there on the people mover where there's a fast part of it and then there's yeah. a jaunty and then Another fast part, and then a, a jaunty little cruise. Um, so maybe light cycles are a part of that. But you're in a you're in a four seater that has fast and yeah. slow sections. Done. The people right, mover. Greatest, Fantastic.
0: Greatest. Well, rider. that's our that's our history of the people mover. I feel great about that. And honestly, I like it. It makes me miss the people mover that much more. Like Good. I, I just. I, really, I would really love to see them do something with that. I hope that it's not the, well, we have to tear down Tomorrowland if we want to do something with it. Yeah. You know, I, hope, I hope this is not just forever going to be a planter. I hope they, they are able to turn it into something. It seems
1: crazy that it is. Uh, your score was one, two, three, four. I believe it was five or six. The audience corrected. The secret word was rods. And you said what? it. <laughs> and you said <laughs> so it, I
0: believe, five times. And how many did I have to have to I hit? Think to, to I the think five. I think I think
1: you just barely won hey, the podcast. I won the podcast. Good <laughs> hey, hey, job,
0: Scott Storm. Awesome.
1: I'm very excited about that. <laughs> we have to play some
0: games to uh, get what out of here. You know what I have to say about that?
1: you know what stinks about that is i'm going to put in a completely different sound effect it's just gonna be a slide whistle
0: (laughs) it's gonna be something different we'll just cut that out entirely nope it's a perfect it's perfect time to take a break um hey hey i got an idea talk to you guys about websites (laughs) you ever have trouble building a website i do why are they so darn hard I don't... I, HTML? What does uh, that stand for? What, am I using Java? <laughs> uh, some sort of Python? I don't understand all this. What I need is a way to build a better website. Are we going to play some, Let some games? Let me you about Wix. <laughs> let's play a game. Wix, Wix will help you build a great website. They don't sponsor minutes. the show,
1: and they have no reason to because you keep doing it for free. Because I keep
0: giving them free advertising. That's right. All right, let's play a game. You want game, to play Mask game, Off? Game, game, mascot. Mask all right, Off. Okay, Mask Off. Two random characters. One random contest. Two random We're, Disneyland mascots ish that's right people that's right in a face two, off two, two park appropriate characters yeah, yeah. Or, or personalities and one ridiculous contest uh i'm gonna spin the wheel i got a i got a big magic wheel here and i'm gonna spin it and here i go spinning that magic wheel is the wheel actually animated
1: because your eyes look like it's doing something is there do you have a graphic on your computer
0: I have a big game wheel right here that I am spinning, okay? I'm oh, creating epic. theater of the mind, Aaron. Oh, and in the theater of the mind, there's a big wheel that's... Look at I'm going to spin it again. Hold on, I'm going to reach up to the Why top. Why do and, 50% uh, of the... There we sl- go. <laughs> okay, we're just going to roll that. Yeah. There we go. And okay, here we go. Oh, boy. We have Rex from Star Tours, all uh, right, the the pilot droid R three X. Rex from Star Tours versus the pirate auctioneer. Oh, good. From uh, from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm going I'm assuming we're talking about the the old one, not the most recent version of. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about Red because Red is now the auctioneer. Yeah, right? we're talking about the um, old one, the original. Uh, yep. Show him your starboard or whatever it is. Uh, and the contest is okay. Rex versus the pirate auctioneer. The starboard is that her posterior? I think that's yeah, I believe so. I believe that's the implication. Oh, that seems very inappropriate. Well, that's the reason why they changed it, isn't it? Uh the Now she's selling chickens. Now it's <laughs> it's red selling chickens. I don't understand it. Okay. Rex versus the pirate auctioneer. Who is a better realtor?
1: <laughs> oh wow, that's what a matchup. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Who is a better who is it? oh, It's almost realtor. impossible to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Last night when we played there it was so easy, like it was just so easy. That's really hard.
0: That one's really hard. Uh, do you want you want to take I want you to you take your first shot at. All right.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Rex because I think he knows a lot. I think he knows more and I think at the end of the day you feel a little bit sorry for him and so you think he's not he couldn't possibly be po- trying to pull the wool over my eyes like Uh He's not that great. He feels more
0: sincere, right? He feels more sincere. Yeah, he gets
1: lucky a lot. He gets lucky in the right direction a lot, and I need luck when it comes to buying real estate.
0: I'll give that Rex is more enthusiastic in selling the house. Uh, I feel like after a while, the auctioneer would be like, "Uh, listen, I'm just not that interested in this. And he'd be like, come on now. (laughs) What's keeping you from putting on a down payment, right? Yeah. 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 So Um, wait, who uh, are you going with? I don't know, that's a good point. <laughs> I realize I've just argued myself into the pirate auctioneer. I, th- I think you I just think wanted the auctione- to do voices. I think I think the auctioneer may be the one. I think he's going to be... Um, true you know, or I false,
1: think- Pee-wee Herman is the voice of Rex.
0: That is true. I know, isn't that crazy? That is that is, that is the dalgarn truth. That's yeah. what that is. Alright, um, who are you picking? I love when, I love when he goes, R2? Lightspeed! <laughs> I love that so much. And then you even hear the you even hear the 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 Pee Wee laugh yeah. at one point too. It's just great. All right, so you're going with Rex. I'm going with Pirate Auctioneer. Yeah, love, love. One to more. See. One I would, more. I would love to see a realtor firm with those two guys. All right, uh, we're gonna spin the wheel again. Here we go. Ah, yeah, give that wheel a good spin. Damn, yeah, you almost fell down there. I know, I did. Bump, bump, but the Fairy Godmother from Cinderella. Okay. Versus Wendy Darling oh, from wow. Peter Pan. What a matchup. Who is better at narrating a leadership development audiobook? Yeah, this is great, (laughs) Wendy Darling versus the Fairy Godmother in the narration of a leadership development audiobook. I
1: feel that they both put you to sleep accidentally. So you you think so? Yeah, Yeah, I, I I feel like you're into it for the first five minutes, then you're like, "This is just this is this is
0: this is nap time." I feel like Fairy Godmother. Um, that's the that's the plus side for her, right? I mean, she's she's putting kids to bed. Yeah. Uh, she has a, she of course has the, the sweet, the sweet voice that, that she should have in order to read a bedtime story. Who do you think motivates you to be a better corporate leader? Uh, well, here's, it is, fairy godmother?
1: if you, if you can answer me this question, then I, then I have my answer at the end of the castle walkthrough at Disneyland, you go up the stairs, you go down the stairs and then, uh, they're doing the books open and she goes, make it blue, yeah. make it red. Who is that? Whose yeah. voice is that?
0: You mean who are the who are the characters? Yeah, who's the that character that's supposed to be going make it blue? Uh make it blue is Meriwether oh. from Sleeping Beauty. And Make It Pink is Flora. Yes, Flora makes it pink and Merryweather makes it blue. Neither of them are the fairy godmother. No,
1: neither of them are the fairy godmother, but I feel like they're in the same camp and that's a very authoritative voice, and so I'm going with the fairy godmother. Oh, I think okay. I think Wendy Darling does not have the experience.
0: I think uh, Wendy Darling gets too frustrated with the entire situation. Yeah, I think she's just like she's she doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, that's know? true. Yeah, she does yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna spin it again. Turn one more time. Last one. All right, hold on. Let me just uh, reach up here and spin that wheel. Episode and, uh... eight squared. Oh my
1: goodness! Look oh, at this. It almost came off its little uh little tumbler oh, thing. It's axis. I
0: gotta I gotta screw that back in better. Okay, a cast member canoe leader. Oh, right?
1: fantastic! That is the okay. So the that frontier, la- the frontier canoe.
0: land ca- canoes versus Goofy. <laughs> okay oh, it's gonna be great in who has the better Etsy shop <laughs> goofy or uh or the frontierland canoe cast member who has a better Etsy shop and what are they selling in this Etsy shop
1: yeah so goofy's selling stuff that he made that didn't come out right it's all one of a kind there's not you can't none of it is it's all unique because it like it's melts, all unique because every single one is, is melted is, uh, improperly yeah, it's right. like upside down that's right so it's, it's all just terribly made it's just stuff. a mess but it's unique it's, it, one it's of a unique kind. and it's endearing so i think yeah. i think and, and it's the, like
0: when a child makes you an ashtray out of uh out of play-doh
1: yeah and you're like oh cool a top hat and they're like no no it's an ashtray and
0: you're like why do you even know about cigarettes <laughs> yeah. i don't understand who told you
1: <laughs> anyways and i think the canoe leader guy he's just he's selling a lot of uh rub-on tattoos temporary tattoos uh-huh. and like coonskin hats and like what friendship do you think about pop bracelets? Guns? is he selling the is sure. he selling?
0: but you can't even buy pop guns at at frontier Lane anymore can you I no, think that's probably that's probably a big no-no.
1: So I'm going with Goofy even though I really think those uh canoe leaders are the unsung heroes of Yeah, Disney. why is that?
0: Why do you think just because it's they got they, they got row all day long? It's a
1: hard job, yeah. There's yeah. a not it's not the chance that you get run over by the Mark Twain is not zero. It's very low. That's true. It is. That's true. very very low, but it's not zero.
0: How often has someone taken a, a header into the uh the Rivers of America? How, how often do you think that happens? <laughs>
1: My daughter
0: always asks questions like that. I always say, if you can think it, it's happened. It's it's definitely happened. Uh, I mean, that's that definitely happens, right? I mean, that happens often. It's the, got to. Those boats. That's got to be. That's got to be part of their training is how to rescue somebody who you know falls. Part off of the training, the but those
1: canoes are very wide.
0: Have uh, you, you mean, been on them? Um, I not any time that I can remember.
1: We're always like, one of our things we do in Disneyland is like, let's go do something we either haven't ever done before or have not done in a long time. And so the canoes repeatedly makes it to the top of the list of (laughs) things we haven't done in a long time, even though we keep doing it. And we're always so excited about it for about the first two minutes. Then we're like, eh, I'm not going to paddle
0: anymore. And the guy's like, like, you've got to paddle. That's another I was going to say, that's another like 15 minute attraction, isn't it? <laughs> well, it really depends on how it depends on how fast you're moving. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I guess you're right. Can you do you think do you think you could mutiny one of those canoes and you could just say like, we're just going to hang out for a little while. <laughs> Look, we're not going anywhere.
1: There's 18 of us. There's two of you. And yes, you yeah. have big muscles, but we're there's a lot of us.
0: I mean, there's. it's not like there's a hidden outboard motor on that thing, nope. right? I mean, he's not flipping a switch and taking it into port. I mean, it's like you you control that vessel yeah, at some You get point.
1: a family reunion on that thing, you can take over that canoe. And you're and going go, wherever go you go want. backstage.
0: You're like, we're, exactly. We're docking at, at Tom Sawyer's Island, and we're docking over by the fort. That's where <laughs> exactly. we're
1: going. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. No man's <laughs> exactly. land. Exactly. What a great episode. (laughs) Well, we really went short. uh, It's going to be exciting. I gave a stop time at 9.30, and we went over by 45 minutes.
0: Ah, perfect. Well, that's it. it. uh, Love it. Remains to be seen if we can ever do a short show, but it's been a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, We love making this show and we hope you love listening to it. This has been Bob, Sus, and Banthas. We release every week on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, listen, if we're not there, we want to be. So let us know where we should be and we'll end up being there. We would love it if you subscribe to the show and we would love it even more if you left us a review on iTunes. Uh, it really, really uh, helps us to know what you think about the show and it helps other people find out about the show. So we would love it. Go leave us a five-star review on iTunes and, and say give, give, give Aaron a little, a little happiness. Okay. L- let him feel All a little right. bit good. Well, Love the what five star reviews.
1: Week. Here's the thing: you're thinking about doing it later. Right now, you're like, I could probably do yeah, that later. Yeah, do tonight. it later.
0: Yeah, I'll do it like <laughs> <this>. <laughs> That's fine. And you know yeah. what?
1: Yeah, do it later. You don't don't do it now.
0: But you know what you can do is if you're listening in it's the Apple Podcast app, you can actually leave it in the app. So you can you can while you're listening to this right now, you can say I'm going to leave a review, and you can do that, and you should do that. Please do that. I'm asking you to do that. You can also visit us at bobsudsandbanthas.com. You can email us if you want to email us. Info at You can send us a letter. Yeah. Right, a handwritten letter carrier pigeons. Scott uh, does
1: not get those emails so if you have a complaint uh, send those to info at sleds and banthas and I get those and I, so I, I can take care of the issue
0: and then he'll read them publicly uh, on the show and embarrass me uh, Instagram vlogging. it'd be great Instagram at bobsleds and banthas uh, that's where you can engage with us we have our own accounts but really just follow at bobsleds and banthas that's where you gotta go Do uh, that. until next week uh, he's been Aaron I've been Scott uh, we've been we've been having a great time and been that too, so we'll see you, next see you later Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night.
1: Now there are more new rides for more fun. In Electro magnetic Musical Sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. Waste time with your friends when your chores are done.